You are now listening to Swim, the podcast. Peace, y'all. Welcome back to Swim the Podcast. I'm your host, Anika Simone, and this is episode six, Check Yourself. Last episode, I talked about showing up as your authentic self. What I didn't talk about was overcoming insecurity to be able to walk in that energy confidently. A lot of times when people feel stagnant in their personal journey, it's really due to some sort of insecurity. We just don't like to call it that. We've all felt insecure at some point or another, and it's completely normal, but what we're not going to do is stay in that energy, okay? Today, we're going to figure out how to come up out of it. Insecurity can stem from a number of different things, including mental health issues. Our relationships, social settings, jobs, and body image are all things that can play into this. Because these circumstances can vary, one person's insecurity can look completely different from another person's, even if they identify with the same insecurity. And it's not like we go around wearing t-shirts that say, hi, I'm insecure, for everyone to see. So don't assume that someone else's confidence isn't a result of just dressing it up. Hell, some people are insecure and don't even realize it. The subconscious insecurities can come off as overly criticizing yourself, other people, poor decision-making skills, and the constant need for reassurance. Qualities like these are noticed more in social anxiety, which is one of the biggest forms of insecurity. And it actually confirms what many of us see on a daily basis through personal experience or observation on social media especially. The constant comparisons and social standards just be in the way. It's enough to make the best of us question if we live in too simple or doing the most. When in reality, we should just be living in accordance to what works for us and, you know, doing what makes us happy as an individual. But I'm not here to point the fingers because it was actually social anxiety that caused me to miss a few good opportunities in the past, too. For real, though, if you ask me what I was insecure about in my 20s, I have a list for you. And it really affected my friendships and my business ventures. Ultimately, I found that my insecurities were the result of a lack mindset. Whenever I did feel insecure, it was because I felt like I was missing something or I didn't have enough of whatever I did have specifically a whole lot of money and some curvy hips. But if you ask me today what I'm insecure about, I'm going to tell you nothing. Not because I never have been or that I don't become it at times, but because I've learned to put my insecurities in its place. For example, instead of speaking negatively over my body or my bank account, I show gratitude for it. I practice mindfulness by appreciating all they do for me. That's something I'm really intentional about even to this day. Like right now I'm on day 24 of dealing with Bell's palsy from stress and I haven't seen my smile since March 26th. My speech is still a little slurred, and I almost didn't record this episode because of it, but instead of me continuing to sulk in that disappointment and insecurity of not feeling like my normal self, I've been able to at least find peace and still having my voice to speak. You feel me? And let's not even get started on my nose, y'all. When I was younger, I hated my nose. But as I got older, you know, and again, specifically after having COVID, I'm like, you know what? My nose does so much for me. Without it, I wouldn't be able to smell my incense. I couldn't smell the food I like to eat. And it would definitely be a problem if I couldn't smell my, you know, on my holiday today on 420. So, you know, at 29, I got a pierced, and I think it's one of the sexiest parts of my face. Like, really. So if you struggle with insecurity around your self-image, whether it's as small as your fingernails, speak positive over it, okay? Every day, and be intentional about it. If you struggle with insecurity regarding your finances or your self-worth, try using mantras or affirmations. Sometimes I keep it as simple as, I have everything I need right now. Because you do. How else are you surviving? You don't lack anything. There's no such thing as lack. You have enough and you are enough. 
enough of that job, that relationship, and even that friendship you're second guessing. And I'm speaking to both the male and females right now because things like body image, status, you know, all that come into play on both ends. And we don't all have a friend or two that we compared ourselves to. And for real, that's what we're doing anyway when choosing new friends, comparing lifestyles, you know, comparing values and things to see if they're a good fit for your lifestyle. The key is to not get fixated on what it is that they have going on. So what if they got more money than you, or they drive a better car than you, or they got a better house than you? It don't matter, because honey, let me tell you, I don't care if Shorty got a mill in the bank and driving a Lamborghini. If I think the connection going to be beneficial, I'm going to pull up beside him in my Chevy Cruze and introduce myself. He or she might be looking to invest in a business like mine or anything. We all have something worth sharing about ourselves, and our friend circle should be a reminder of that. As far as being insecure in relationships, I've definitely been that. I'm talking go through your phone while you sleep type insecure. And I done told y'all how I used to feel about my hips, or lack thereof. So you know I would feel a way around other women if I was with my man. Don't get me wrong, like I don't mind him watching, and I very much admire another woman's body in general. But I will always worry if he cheat on me, you know, with shorty with the brick house. Today, though, shit like that don't even cross my mind. I know that if I had to do all that or feel like that, then I'm just in the wrong relationship for either one or two reasons. I haven't worked through my insecurities enough or this motherfucker just ain't it. Because ain't no way I'm going to sit up at 30 years old and scroll through the messages and call logs of a person who I claim to love and trust. So let me say it one more time for the folks in the back. Stop going through your person's phone without permission. I do understand that some people have a history of cheating or sneaky behavior that may warrant their partner's need for reassurance. But damn, we ain't babysitting. Know that if your partner chose you, then they chose you for a reason. It may not be the reasons you wanted to be chosen for, but hell, you got picked. And if you're not happy with the reasons you got picked, do something about it, you know? Stop waiting for the perfect moment to be who you want to be or do what you want to do. You are already that. You may just be too fearful to step into it. And you know fear breeds insecurity, so this could definitely be considered a trigger. And I know some of y'all are probably saying, I don't get triggered. Well, triggers overall can be psychological, physical, emotional, or whatever have you. And it doesn't always hit you with the same intensity every time, especially if you've been working on responding to them in healthy ways. So today, I want to do a little exercise with y'all, specifically for the people who feel like they have a hard time identifying their blockages or insecurities. So go ahead and grab your little pen and paper, and let's unpack some of this together, okay? Ask yourself, in what ways do I feel insecure? Next, ask yourself, what triggers that insecurity? Is it something that can be avoided? If not, how can you change your response to the trigger? Then ask yourself, what does make you feel secure in this situation? These will be considered your positive triggers. These are what you want to cling to. Notice I didn't say get rid of the negative triggers. That's because it's our response to the trigger that needs to be corrected. Who's to say your trigger won't be something tangible? You just can't go throwing away every single thing or every single person that triggers you. If you couldn't think of any ways you felt directly insecure, but still feel like there's a blockage, I want you to list eight positive I am statements about yourself that you believe to be true or want to be true. Any of those statements that have ever been challenged to the point where you almost didn't write it or had to reconsider if it were true, place a star beside it. Those are the areas where you may not be as secure as you think, and I mean that on an internal level. Because if you truly believe those statements about yourself, then you wouldn't waver, you know? If you only believe them when others believe them or validate them for you, are you really that secure in your statement? If you had several stars, seek those truths in you a little deeper. Affirm and validate those things for yourself and do it often. Keep an open mind when doing this too. Consider your friendships, relationships, business connections, and most importantly, the relationship with yourself. Sometimes a negative self-talk 
or even projections from other people can result in insecurity. If all your statements were unmarked or you had very few stars, then most likely you feel safe in your connections and you probably have confidence in problem solving and decision making too. So that was our little activity for the day, y'all. I hope it was fun and informative, at least. We all need to check ourselves like this from time to time. And while I'm keeping it funky with y'all, that's what got me off my ass and on this mic today. I was reflecting on a conversation I had with someone in 2020, and all he said was that I needed to stop treating my business like a hustle. But in that moment, there was something that I felt like I didn't know how to do. Instead of me acknowledging that, I got offended and ended what could have been a really good connection, even if it was only for business purposes. I've been sitting with that statement for a few weeks now, and in my absence, I realized that me doing this podcast for fun was really me projecting my fears that I wouldn't be heard, which is what? Insecurity. Now that I have the listeners, I act like I don't got nothing to say. I've been wanting to do story times and all that, but then I was like, you know, I don't want nobody to feel away. But now I'm feeling like, you know what? Let's just do it. Maybe I can be a positive trigger at least for you to say what you mean or do what you know you need to do in a situation. And the cursing, y'all, y'all be doing that a lot. That's why I was a little worried about how I was going to deliver some of the content that I had planned because I really do be extra sometimes, y'all. It's not a problem for me, but if it is for you, go work on that over there somewhere. Because if I'm going to be here, I'm going to be me. Okay? Okay. All right, y'all. That wraps up episode six. If you haven't already, go follow me on Instagram at Swim the Podcast and Facebook at Swim. That's the at symbol S-W-Y-M. If you enjoy my content, please feel free to engage with me and leave feedback. I look forward to hearing from y'all. In the meantime, send me well wishes for my upcoming brunch and self-care retreat on April 23rd. Tickets are sold out, but if you find it in your heart to support the cause, you can do so via any of the links in the description box. This is my first event that I'm hosting as a business owner, and I'm really looking forward to it. I have a wonderful group of people who will be providing services at the event. Whitney of Urban Hipsy will be leading our group yoga session. Satoria of That Healing Place, T-Bar and Apothecary will be leading our group meditation session. T of T's Therapeutic Touch and Wellness will be providing our guests with 15-minute chair massages. And Erica of Mayat May will be providing our guests with a Reiki session. Catering, of course, will be by my sis Natasha of Aunt T's Kitchen. And thanks to my amazing friend Yvette, I'll be uploading some footage after the event for y'all to check out as well. She's also a content creator, so while you have your device handy, please go follow All Things Yvette on YouTube and Instagram, y'all. I won't be a spoiler to her content, but she does have a special savings code for her followers who like to purchase any of my 8-ounce whipped body butters, so keep an eye or ear out for that. All products and services I offer can be found online at GroundedEssentialsLLC.com. Until next time, family, peace.